So I'm Mary, and I am here with my sister Ann Dahl, and we are Drunk Sisters Review. Or is that? Yeah, I think that you know we have it entirely settled. It's something like that. We're drunk or drunken sisters review. I can't remember which word we picked. We are those things. All of them. We are actually currently those things. True story. So <laughs> we are drinking uh, some Milagro, and mine is a margarita. And For those that don't want to know what Milagro is, that's tequila. Yes, yeah, it's Milagro was, tequila. Yeah. yeah, I said we're drinking tequila, right? No, you said we're drinking Milagro. We're ha there's two shots in each of our drinks, and we already finished a bottle and a half of wine. So this is going to be interesting how things are going to come out. We're probably going to give you spoilers today, because the more alcohol, the looser the tongues. And there may be the occasional cussing. I'll try to keep it clean, but my tongue does. Yeah, we're talking about Winona Earp. For those of you who don't know, and you might not know this either, so Winona Earp actually had a little over a year of a pause between season three and season four. And my understanding of what happened is the production company went and so they all went off and did different things. So like uh, Tim Rosen, who plays... Um, Doc uh, Holliday. Oh, okay, I was going to guess Doc. Yeah. I didn't actually yep. know his name. He plays Doc Holliday. You might also recognize him. And I also recommend Schitt's Creek. Oh, I thought you were going to say Lost Girl. <gasps> he's in Lost Girl? Yeah, he's in oh, Evil Druid. I have to rewatch that now. We'll do that. It's really time. hard to watch Winona after watching Lost Girl and be like, oh, now I'm just going to see that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I recognize him. Very well, because you should. You should look at him a lot. He's nice to look at. But anyway, Tim Rosen's hot, and I don't know how to pronounce his last name. And you Apparently should watch all the of the things she that told he me to do this show for this. It's not actually, <laughs> actually, Winona and Waverly are the reason because. Well, and the fact that I love Canadian B sci-fi, such <laughs> as Lost Girl. I mean, you don't get better than Canadian B sci-fi. <laughs> Okay. I love it yeah. so much. I, I would say, not necessarily that you don't get better, but it is good. Like, it, it's meant to be campy and cheesy, yeah, and but four. enjoyable and well done at the same time. Um, for people who love Buffy, if you grew up, you know, talking about the big bad and Mr. Pointy, <laughs> and you watch all of Angel, and, you know, if you've gone into that whole sci-fi world, if you love your sci-fi fantasy and you lived on it and you grew up on it like the two of us did, Winona Earp, um, General Lost Girls is another one. I know we've said that quite a bit right now. I didn't even realize you'd watch that. <laughs> So fun. I've seen the beginning to end. I don't know. <laughs> um, it, you know, we were talking about Roar before we hit record. If you know that stuff, like you grew up on that, then that B-level Canadian sci-fi just hits all of that and gets your, your neurons firing. In case you didn't watch the first video, that is warning you, we are going to have a lot of diversion from what we're meant to talk about because we're drunk. And we're sisters. And we like to talk about all sorts of things. True. This is kind of how we talk when we're sober, too. Yeah. We're not that drunk. We are not sober. No one's driving any. No, I have a DD. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm home. <laughs> but we are we are drunk enough. I mean, because as I said, bottle and a half of wine. And Drink responsibly, too. Yes. You know, DD. 
you know, drink water, eat food. We did have food. But uh, back to actually talking about White Note Earth. Uh, maybe Mary should give you an overview of what the show is about okay. because I am kind of having a lot of trouble keeping a straight thought on what I'm saying. <laughs> so, Winona Earp, uh, it's about the descendants of Wyatt Earp, and uh, apparently Wyatt was cursed. So sad. And all of his descendants are forced to, uh, how am I going to say that? Uh, they're forced to hunt down the people that Wyatt is responsible for killing. killing. This is Don't not a serious get. show. There are serious things that happen in the show. Mm-hmm. For the most part, sort of. Um, Everything in the show, and I think that's the most fun, uh, Winona, who is the latest herb heir, heir to the curse, who has to try and kill all of what they call revenants, who are essentially demons, these people Demon that, ghosts. Yeah, demon ghost people. Yeah, they were the people who were alive. Yeah. And they became cursed too, so they're now sort right. of demons. So every generation has tried to use Wyatt's gun Peacemaker to shoot each one to kill. They go back to hell until the next heir is inherits the curse. And it's on their something birthday. Their twenty seventh birthday, if the previous heir is dead, I think right. is the yeah. idea. And then um they they inherit the curse and all of the revenants come back again and they have if the heir can manage to kill all i i, I want to say 77 revenants yeah i think that's about right it was 77 or 78 yeah then they break the curse and do not the next generation is not done the revenants remain in hell yeah i think there might maybe it's 78 or 79 because i think there was one heir that got 77 and he was like the no, there was the... I, oh, I don't think any of them's gotten 77. There was one that got a whole yes, shit there was the one, the one year wonder who yeah. shot like 60 and then some died. in one year and then got killed. Yeah. Um, but he did a hell of a job in that one year. straight. Um, <laughs> he took that job serious. Um, so Wynona tried to escape. Wynona's had a hard life. Um, and she was put into an asylum. And um, her dad and her sister were... Her dad was killed and her sister... Yeah, so you find that in the very beginning. We're not, the, not big spoilers. Yeah, like so... minute spoilers. Yeah. Um, the revenants attacked their home when she was a child. Her and her two sisters were little. Yeah. Um, and she is technically the middle child. So she's not supposed to be the heir. And the older sister gets taken by the revenants. And while the revenants are also trying to take the dad... Winona tries to shoot the remnants. But she's like nine. And has no gun training. And shoots her dad. Yeah. So when she tries to explain that to the cops, she tells them about the demons, they think she's nuts, and it causes all sorts of problems for her. She basically deals with being treated like she's insane and goes very much wild child. So she's a bit of an alcoholic. Um, Juvenile delinquent. Yeah, she's spent the last... No one really knows how long I think. I think there are comments about her having been parts of certain gangs. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, so like they hint at it, but they, I don't remember if they ever showed the proof. Basically, the psychotic rock star we all dream to be one day. Um, <laughs> yeah, wish we could drink like her on yeah. a regular basis without killing our liver and 
failing to exist as human beings. Yeah, she's got the smart comment. She's got the, you know, she's a smart ass. She's a bitch and she's cool with it. I will say that show is not representative of responsible drinking. It is not, no. So we do not support that, but as far as an entertainment factor, we do support the show. Yeah, so that's kind of the idea as it's going into this thing. And she goes, she had tried to get away and her uncle dies. And she's coming back to the funeral, and the Earp uh, curse hits her, and she goes back to her little sister Waverly, um, and the and that family unit, her and Waverly, are really the thing that carries the whole show throughout. It's it's about their sisterly love, about them uh, finding each other and staying together, and really helping each other through the literal insanity of their lives. Um, but you know, it's sci-fi fantasy. That's the way it goes. And uh, well, I think Waverly has the cutest love story. Mm-hmm. And uh, in, in season one, we also meet uh, Deputy Dolls, um, who works for a secret American-Canadian connect their... I don't know. But a secret agency that is somehow connected to both the U.S. and the Canadian governments working together uh, to fight supernatural beings and the idea the is the most unbelievable part of the whole thing yeah really it is <laughs> honestly you're sitting there going mm, mm-hmm. okay <laughs> well that and the ghost it's so obviously canada because the ghost river triangle is in which is where it's set is in perpetual winter <laughs> the whole series okay, it's yeah like i will say it's frozen over like <laughs> they do really good at making it look like it's um a Texas type, almost grassland. Where is it? Is this Oklahoma? Maybe, but it has kind of like that deserty grassland look to it. Mm-hmm. So I think they do really good about that. I know that Canada has places like that, right. and a lot of people, but people don't think of Canada as having places like that. So the way they present the the town and all that, it really does look like an American. Oh yeah, Western. Looks, yeah, they do a very good job of immersing. But them. yeah, it is. I like, noticed that too. I was like, it's winter already. This. Well, the only one it's still winter, and like ninety percent of the season's winter, and then you're in season two and you're like, winter again? Did we miss summer? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I think it was probably somewhere in season two. I was like, wait, it has never been summer here. They're still in like fur coats. (laughs) It starts out (laughs) in the very beginning. They're in short sleeves and jeans and all that, but they're. So you're like, oh, oh, it's winter already. I mean, I guess if time has passed, it makes mm-hmm. sense, you know? Because they kind of give you that feeling like it's maybe... Right, like yeah, you skip the- through time. There's no definitive saying, like, this was last week or this was... And it's one of those things where, yes, it's been three years, four now, five, technically, um, <laughs> in the series, but you actually don't really know how much time has passed <laughs> in the series world. It's just like, Is stuff this happens. Same winter? Yeah. Is this because... Yeah, at the same time, you can kind of argue that those warm days were just those random warm days you get living in Midwest America. I mean, in Colorado, yeah. So, in case you couldn't tell, Mary's a huge fan. I I like it, too. I'm probably not as big of a fan, but I think it's definitely one of those good ones. Um, I have watched the three seasons that are on Netflix, um, Mm -hmm. but it's been a while, and I've only rewatched the season one recently so I may not be I'm a little fuzzy on season 2 and season 3 though I remember parts of it and things I like like I like the new character in the second season that's that um, smart guy the oh yeah 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 hey, the, the lab type guy yeah he's really cute and he has a really cute love story too yeah 
Um, and, and, you know, I think that's kind of the thing with the Wynonna Earp is it's not just about, like, killing the revenants. It's mostly about being sarcastic and witty, not gonna lie. Like, that's the main yeah. plot. I think your comparison um, to Buffy earlier was perfect because it's more... It's, it's one of those stories that, even though it has all the monsters and everything like that, it's more focused on the dialogue and the character development, like a Josh Whedon's mm-hmm. uh, production is yep. tends to be. If you like those kinds of, of shows and movies and everything, then you'll probably enjoy this, because it is really witty, really sarcastic, um, really campy. Uh, yeah. Not in, like, a... Not in a bad way. No, it's not campy, and it's not even campy in like a trying kind of way. It yeah. just is. It's, it's it's not meant to be a serious thing. No. It's supposed to be a comedy with serious aspects, so it, with fantasy aspects, but it's definitely more comedic. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, you can you can look at it, and that's kind of the nice thing about fantasy and sci-fi genres in general is that you can take these really complex emotional processes. And you put them in a little bubble, mm-hmm. and um, you know, some a lot of that sci-fi puts them in a bubble of like heroes and stuff like that. Um, this one puts it, yeah, then that bubble too. But it's mostly in the bubble of sarcasm and wit, right? Uh, and alcohol. And uh, <laughs> I will also say that if you the first episode, you will not think it's meant to be more comedy than no, because yeah. the first episode's really dark. Never. Never judge any show by the first like two episodes because they're usually pretty bad. Actually, yeah. I wouldn't say these ones were bad, but they are different. Different, and you can feel that it's the 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 way that Winona fights in the mm. first episode is completely different than the rest of the series. Like she has like superpowers in episode one. <laughs> And then they really tone that They're down. like, oops, we can't go far. Yeah, we, yeah <laughs> that was really campy. Like, and, and then I usually get introduced to my uh, Canadian uh, sci-fi um, while I'm doing other things. And I put it on. And then, you know, usually the episode one, you're like, well, I'm not turning it off yet. <laughs> and then you kind of go on and, like, all of a sudden you realize you stopped doing the thing that you were doing and you're just watching the show. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, this one I'm going to be watching for the rest of the way. Um, and, and that's the way Wynonna was for me. I think somewhere in the second episode I was like, oh, I stopped. I think I'm sewing. I stopped sewing. And I've been watching the episode for much more than I've been sewing, so this is something I'm going to keep going with. Jeez, there's so much to talk about with Wynonna that I love so much. And it's part of that old school uh, fantasy where each episode is its own little unit, but it ties together to the whole. And each season has its big bad that you go through, or even half seasons, like I don't have the... Yeah, but that it all fits together. And season one through season three because I haven't gotten to watch the new season yet and I, I'm and it's over now. Right. I'm so, looking forward to when it shows up on Netflix. Me too. <laughs> um, and uh, it's it, it all ties together so nicely which I haven't read the comic uh-huh. so it's a comic too if you guys don't know that either. I think at one point I was talking about Deputy Dolls. Yes. He's a good character. He's a very fun character. He's a bit of a stick up the ass um, but that's part of the love. Yes, he's and, supposed to be that stereotypical soldier guy. Yeah. And he's a straight man to Wynonna. Like, Waverly is her sister, and so she plays into it. Like, she's a little bit less drunk than Wynonna, 
Um, but uh, they have that sisterly communication where uh, you can tell. And I think that was one thing they did really well, and they did it really well from episode one. Waverly and Winona always had that connection and that was the most important relationship to to get right in those actors which i think most shows there's always that timidness mm-hmm. timidness that you see in the actors as they start to get used to each other right. get comfortable with each other those two always had it together yeah the only other two people i can think of that played that sibling thing right from the start is uh uh, Jensen and Jared from Supernatural. Yeah, they did good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't feel like in a lot of shows that people build that bond with mm-hmm. one another, or at least fake it well enough. Yeah. To be convincing siblings, I sometimes wonder too if like one of the people in the process is the only child and therefore has no <laughs> basis of understanding. Like, this is. Awkward. This is what I think being a sibling is. Hey, sis. <laughs> Have you seen that all over the all over the interwebs these days where people are like, okay, single children who keep trying to write siblings. Hey sis, hey bro. It's like no one hey, does that crap. Yeah. <laughs> we actually used that word and that one has shown up on one of the memes I've seen. And I was like, munch. hey. I don't remember butt munch. Jenny liked using that word. Um, yeah, I just... Uh, you just say hi like you don't <laughs> call each other crap you just say hi it's so weird that you have to like announce your relationship to each other did you forget <laughs> right. hi sister well i mean you did have the the temporary amnesia rule <laughs> i suppose it might work in sci-fi <laughs> sci-fi and soap operas hi sister do you remember me um, do you have another concussion well, I know not hurt. The answer is yes, yes. And I'm wrong, but I know who you are. Right. <laughs> so they actually would have a legitimate reason to be like, who are you? Right. Um, but I think they did good. They did really good with that one. Uh, honestly, as far as casting goes, I think you have some of the least awkwardness. The story and the vibe of that first episode mm. is very introductory. I think um, they were planning on it being a darker, more serious thing, and then they were like, no, no, this needs to be funnier. This needs funnier. I don't know. I always got the funny one. It was I funny. Think they, I think they Like, there was out. a silliness, but they really, like, I, I was, because mm-hmm. I was rewatching it yesterday. I binged the first season yesterday. And Winona got less bitter feeling. Yeah, I but she had reason good. to be bitter. Oh, obviously. absolutely. But that first episode and she had like a really dark, really violent feel to it. Yeah. And if all of them had been like that, it would have been less comedic and more like a dark... Yeah, that's true. It, well, and so many, you know, people like, uh, what's her name, Gus? Yeah, I, she, that was yeah. one thing I was going to talk about too, is that you got this feeling that she's going to be around forever. Yeah, and then she goes. <laughs> and then she's going. Bye. Um, Super but, shorty. <laughs> yes, Super shorty. But, and it's like... All the old people. <laughs> except for except, one. Except for one. Yeah. He stays. And he's worth staying. Yes, I'm glad they kept him. There are a few times where you're like... And yeah, he's also oh, the only okay, one. Like, mind. he gives Wynonna a hard time, but at the same time, when she's he like, stuff's yeah. going down, he's like, I'm here. Even in episode one, like, uh, right, the yeah. sheriff is like, yep, we got this. And, and no questions. It doesn't matter. He's like... We've ha- he gives her a little bit of a hard time, but at the same time, he's not discounting her. Mm-hmm. Um, versus, like, 
the uh, some of the other characters, like Gus, is just like nobody wants you here. Oh, and is so negative that you're like, huh? Right. No, I thought that because she kind of had like that motherly effect, and mm-hmm. so I thought they'd keep her around to have that motherly vibe. Right, later. especially when like I thought. Kind of I thought they would have her. The- Kinda go away, but in that go away, but keep coming back. Right, yeah, yeah. And she just went away. Get to episode one, remember, just look at it and go like, this is an episode one. There's a lot of growth coming from this. And there'll be more humor and a little bit less darkness, but it is demons. It is demons. And they do some nasty stuff, but they do it funny. Yeah. Uh, There is, excuse me, there is a point in season three with Big Nose Kate. Uh, she yeah, comes okay, back yeah. in that you're kind of just like what happens he, the doc storyline gets a little weird yeah I'm hoping he gets some sort of redemption in the season 4 that I haven't gotten to see yet he um, didn't so I have a little trouble remembering 2 and 3 very well but I swear he had a little bit of redemption on the season finale yes absolutely in the season finale hey, keep going I just fixed the camera yeah, okay on uh, the season finale, he definitely gets some redemption, like, and that's a big part of what he's doing at the time. Is he uh, uh, following Waverly and, and doing that big cliffhanger that we had to wait over a year for? <laughs> I wouldn't say he plays a nice guy in, in uh, Winona either. He's not a all-around uh, bad guy. True. I guess he's not nice. I'll give one of the things, Doc Holiday. Doc Holiday wasn't. One of the things I do think interesting about his character as Doc Holiday is that, like, there is homosexuality and all this other stuff. Oh, yeah, he's totally joking. And he's just like, whatever. You don't care. You know, this is not, I'm, I don't even have an adjustment period on this. I know, he's, yeah, his brain is just, like, not important. He's like, I never cared about this. Like, he never actually says anything about it. It just, now, the real Doc Holiday probably wouldn't have been that nice. But the real Doc Holiday actually was epically sarcastic apparently yeah like, so they, it I is wondered because everything that uh, Doc Holiday is in like all of our modern stuff he's always this like sarcastic asshat and you're like was he really like that and like I read up on it a little bit and like all of the historical record is like yeah yeah <laughs> my understanding is he was a don't give a shit kind of person yeah and so it is possible that he really would be like you're gay I don't care uh, you do you, I'll do me, and that's all that matters. I think there's probably a lot more people in the world and have always kind of been that yeah, way. That people, you know, on the outside, they're like, it's wrong, but in the real life, they're like, I don't Right, yeah, so and I do I think, I do think that probably more people don't, would not, not care historically. Right yeah, no, but I think we do create this, this social theater. And we feel we have to play into it, and mm-hmm. so I think some of homophobia comes from that. I think some some misogyny, racism mm-hmm. comes from this social theater, and that people who wouldn't otherwise have these issues feel like they have to play a certain part. Totally, in order to fit in into the society they're in. Society does things not just to our children. Yes, we all do things to our children. If you're a parent, learn that you are gonna screw up. Um, Accept it and try to mitigate it. Um, But it's a society, we all do these things where we try to fit in, not just in society as a part, but each individual little social group that Mm -hmm. you talk to. So your work group, your friend group, your family group, you may say different things in all of those groups and you may not even realize that you're doing it. It's called code switching, Mm -hmm. comes in various formats. 
And that's our little societal lesson that it may not stay in this episode. Uh, the one thing I want to make clear since we're on this subject, when I say, when I talk about the um, social theater, I'm not using it as an excuse. It does not make the behaviors okay. No. It does not make it acceptable. It does not mean that they don't have to change. Um, it is explaining where it's coming from, and it's also, to me, I think that a lot of, like, human nature, base human nature, is not, it wouldn't necessarily have to be as bad as it is, but we've created these societies where we idolize certain things that cause exacerbation of serious issues such as uh, sexism, racism, homophobia, and all that stuff. There, I think there's an important discussion both for the individual and for society at large to sit down and recognize where does it come from, why does it happen, what do we do, is it good, is it bad, and what do we do to change it to make it good. Mm-hmm. And people aren't always willing to have those incredibly uncomfortable conversations both with themselves and with each other. All right. Yep. So that was a little breach, um, <laughs> but... Winona awesome. <laughs> and I do love it. I really do. It is my favorite sci-fi. Uh, well, maybe not my favorite sci-fi. It's my favorite Canadian sci-fi. I think Buffy still lies as my favorite because it basically fireflies up there. But it would have up there. But it didn't last as long, so it didn't get as much. It's the same. Buffy and Star Trek Next Generation basically formed my psyche. I would say Star Trek Next Generation had a larger impact on me because <laughs> it was my early years and it shaped who I thought I, I wanted to be. I skipped church with dad. Yeah, yeah, that's it. If we were watching watch that, Star Trek. it meant Star we didn't Trek have to go to church. church. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, why not? Oh, it's good. We digressed quite a bit at this point. No, um, I mean, considering the subjects we were talking about, you could address the fact that Wynonna Earp is still predominantly white, but though they oh, do have absolutely. Uh, some I people in color, in there are issues. Predominantly white? Like, there's like two people in the show of color at all. Like, there's dolls, and then uh, Big Nose Kate. Right. Though, I will argue, and I would say that it's not, it doesn't fix the issue. But... Little towns like that are often predominantly white. Here in Colorado, um, some of my extended family lives in little towns like that, and I will go to places where there are no people of color here in Colorado. Oh, and, yeah. and the people who grow up there do not encounter people of color until they leave that yeah. town. So it is not necessarily inaccurate for its setting. But in the greater scheme of media and TV shows and movies, it lacks the representation that you really should be seeing more often. Oh yeah, and I think I think so they many, do a little better. I think there are so many things that you can sit down and look at. Uh, uh, you know, I can I can list stuff that my children watch that you can sit down and say like, this is a big improvement. We have, you know, in, incredible role models and diversity in the show in general. Uh, but the main characters are still cute little white kids. Like, I see this computer's getting worse. <laughs> And so it's, uh, I think that's definitely, that's, that is a, a general issue that you can almost play out statement for everything that we can possibly review mm-hmm. as far as uh, American media goes. Wynonna Earp, you can definitely say when it comes to uh, uh, LGBTQ, mm-hmm. absolutely there, women's uh, uh, feminism, all that fun stuff, that's all there. 
that's all put together. Um, and I think they do a really good job. Yeah, of, and I think they're trying that yeah. format. I think they're trying to diversify because they have name I can't remember which is bad I'm sure especially when you're trying to talk about people of color and you forget the character's name um the lab tech knight oh yeah and because I I love his character but it's been so long since I've watched the second and third season I can't Mm. remember his name either I really can only remember the main four he's so stinking cute but he, you know, uh, he's a wonderful character. He's intelligent, um, uh, LGBTQ. He's in there. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff that goes on in the storyline. Yes, diversity is a problem. I think you can argue, like you said, that they're in real small town America, middle America. And you'll notice that a lot, of a lot of people who aren't from Purgatory, which is the town they're in, are people of color or are transgender or not transgender but uh, LGBTQ they are you know you get more of that representation from people coming from outside in and what I would say that's nice to see in in, in that context is I, I, I'd like to say that most of those characters of color are not bad guys yeah. you know Ed Dolls is, is a good guy right. um, and he's a, a law, law enforcement he's good law enforcement he's he's a good person though they and, do uh, um they do fall into a lot of those magical um, best friend situations, yeah. and but that's a little hard too because you know pretty much everybody Everyone in this is magical. Season, yeah, so um, um, so there is that uh, you know and it ain't perfect, but uh, I think there's a lot going for it, and of course there's places it could go further. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's things. better than average. Not we're not to where we need to be with it. But we're not where we need to be with any of anything. Um, but yeah, it's definitely one that's trying, trying yeah. a little bit harder than others. But yeah, um, I wanted to tie back in what all we had been talking back to, right? <laughs> Notice, so that's why we went into that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think that's pretty good for Winona. We're actually gonna say goodbye now. So. Yes. Wait, wait, wait! Before we say goodbye, you gotta say things like, please like the video. Like the video. Please, if you would like to see more videos, hit subscribe. Subscribe. If we have created a Facebook page by the time I post this video, there will be a link below. So please go there if it's there. If do not, that. then we may eventually do it. I don't know. Um, we'll decide on that eventually. Um, and please let us know in the comments what you liked, what you didn't like, what you'd like to see. Please don't be mean. Respectfully. Yes. If you're mean, we're not going to listen to you. Because you're not worth listening to. Um, but we do accept, accept constructive criticism. We may not be able to say it when we fit a few drinks in, but we accept it. Um, and, Too many syllables. And I'm, honestly, if there are things that you think would help us do this better, we're okay hearing that. We may not do what you say because that's what you do with advice. Take what and you want, leave the rest behind. We're on a budget. Yes. So. We're on a budget of zero. This is stuff that we already had, and... Yeah. So, and I, I don't have a job, and she works part time. Yeah, so, the alcohol has a higher budget than production. But yeah, so so we'd love to hear from you, um, suggestions on things you'd like us to review. But remember, we're gonna be drunk, and we may not stay on topic. Um, you might be drunk when you read your comments. So clear, clean typing is handy because we're elder millennials, and we don't do shorthand as well as you younger people. <laughs> I'm teasing at it. I don't. I don't do it. I'm an old person in a youngish person's body, so. 
I'm a youngish person in an old person's body. I fit in really well at the this university. That's why we do well together with opposites. <laughs> we'll call this one done um, and stop rambling on for now. And we'll ramble on in the next video. And hopefully you'll come back. So, um, our bye. camera may have frozen up, but hey, bye! <laughs> Mommy loves you. Shut your mouth and go inside. <laughs>